I've gotten hundreds of dollars worth of favors for you, seven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, here we go. There are friends, there is family, and then there are friends that become family. Gentlemen, after the week we just had riding the wave of betting and a big payday, I feel like now we can officially say that we have all become family. Dean, Chaps, how are you guys living? I'm living yeah. pretty good, man, and uh, I won't give away any of the the details as to what you're referring to, but it was a roller coaster ride that uh, I needed to get off, and it wasn't even uh, my investment. So, uh, congratulations to you, Big O, on a, on a big W, and we'll get into that a bit. And uh, yeah, Chapsy, what do you got to say about that? Fuck my intro. Run us through what happened a couple yeah. days ago. Feed the people. Let's go. Oh man! All right, so uh, we've been on this, we've been on this kick. We've been talking a little bit of sports, which I have to say, I was inspired by by Chaps and uh, his former uh, business venture or whatever that motivated me to start looking at sports a little differently. And you know, with a kid coming down the way, I said, you know what? Let's see if we can pay for diapers. Diapers are quite expensive these days, okay. and uh, we we sprinkled a little something. We had a little bit of a, of a couple parlay actions going on with some of the NBA games. And some of the biggest wagers were $10 parlays that could have paid out upwards of $12,000. And we got through, I want to say the, the early parts of the night were pretty good. Lots of early blowouts. I sent you guys the card or the ticket and we were doing pretty well. We got a little dicey with a couple ones early, but once we prevailed, we came down to the final two games, the Portland Trailblazers and the Golden State Warriors. And the Sacramento Queens, I mean the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. And at some point, it came down to about the last two minutes of the game. Blazers down by five. Steph Curry looked like he was going to stand between me and a $9,000 plus payday. And what happened? Dame time happened. Dame Lillard stepped back three in Golden State's eye, go up with 12 seconds left to go. That was all she wrote. And we walked away with close to $12,000. And, you know, I'm talking about it from my perspective. I'm sweating. I looked at my watch. I was like 131 to 141. My heart rate was just like through the roof. I couldn't sit still. I'm pretty sure my wife thought I was on drugs at some point. (laughs) But I took you gentlemen on the ride with me. And so let me let me ask you, you know, what are your thoughts when, first of all, you see the ticket and you understand what is at stake? How are you processing? And I know, I know, Dean, you were right there with me. What what was going through your mind as you alluded to wanted to get off this train, but you ended up having to ride with me? Well, I, I was happy to be on the ride with you. I just got to the point where I was afraid to give you any advice as to if you should catch cash out because those two games, the last two games of the night were both back and forth affairs where no one really had a solid footing. And I was like, what if he loses? What if he loses on, you know, two, three grand cash out when, uh, you know, he could just have that in the bag by a click of the button. So, you know, I wasn't going to get between you and whatever money you could have potentially gained. So I just kept it to myself with cheering you on. And, you know, even though the winnings aren't my money, 
I was still freaking out, man. And I was flipping channels every three seconds and texting you boys and jumping up and down. And, you know, by the time it was over, I was like, all right, time for bed. That was a, <laughs> that was a roller coaster of a night. But, yeah, man, very happy for you. And uh, I'm never doing my own betting again. <laughs> I was sitting there and I have never been more excited in my life for something I had no money on. Mm -hmm. That is the God's honest truth. And I sat there at the start of the night. I was like, my wife, my wife uh, and I were talking and I was like, man, Julian, like looking at his card right now. She's like, what's a card? And I'm like, Oh, it's his gambling slip, whatever. And she's like, and so we were talking about, I'm like, man, this looks like it's pretty solid. Like I don't see a game here that I can kind of like pick away at. And if he wins this, he's going to win like 12 grand tonight between the two. And my wife is just kind of like, she's like, oh, no, no, it's not going to happen. And then there I was at like 930. If you know me during the week, 930 is getting real late for me during the week. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I was going nuts. I was like, let's go. Let's go. 12 fucking grand. And then, then, I, then I was like, after, I'm like, oh, I didn't win it. I was like, I it. And I, was, I could be more happier for you, man. I'm so, so jacked up. My voice is cracking now because like, I was just so happy. I, I was unbelievable. Yeah, the, the crazy part is the, is what Dean talks about the cash out option. So like we're we're like six of like I think it was ten games was the was the big ticket. We're like six games through and we're coming down to the final four. And with every basket, the amount to cash out and the ability to cash out fluctuates. And we got as high as I think yeah three G's, and we got as low as like twelve hundred. I think it even at one point got dipped below a thousand. And at that point, I'm just like, it's it's I've ridden the wave this long. I might as well just see what happens. If I lose, I lose. But I really do think that because the 2300 cashed early, it allowed me to say, if I only walk away with that, that's cool. So let's ride it out. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't win that first one. And, you know, three G's was staring me in the face with the easy cash out option. I probably would have cried because we would have hit. But uh, I was I was actually having a very serious conversation with my wife at the time. And uh, it was really hard to focus because I'm not even watching it on TV. I have like the app, the betting app itself, just updating it. I'm not even looking at the scores of games. So I'm seeing free throw and then I see three point shot. And then I immediately know it's got to be Dame Lillard. No one else has taken that shot with like less than 20 seconds to go when you're down. And uh, we said it earlier in the night. The only reason I picked Portland was because of Dame time. God, so thankful for that, man. Uh, big shout out, Damian Lillard. You, you're a real G. Yeah, I, I said it. I said, if Dame gets hot, because he wasn't playing that great in the first two and a half, three quarters, if Dame gets hot, you will win. And he got hot and he won. But uh, yeah, my my advice was off the table because if I said, hey, cow shout out uh, two grand, you know, that's, that's a good amount of money. You know, you could do a good For amount sure. with that. And if, if I were to say that, and although it's not my decision at the end of the day, if you were to do it and you could have won nine, I would have never forgiven myself. So uh, it was up to you and uh, it took some stones to just ride the wave and yeah, you got rewarded for it. If man. you would have listened to me, man, you would have lost a lot of money because I was like, cash out. And it was like three. I was like, get out, get out now. And then Dean pretty much told me to shut the fuck up. And I was like, all right. This in is indirect way. In a direct way. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We're riding with the big dog here. Let's just see what happens. And it was, yeah, it was that. It's just the way it fluctuates because Bet365 does, does a good job of like 
hey, you know, we'll give you this. And then in the back of your head, you're like, shit, like the odds of this actually happening are not very good. When it was like one minute left or three or four minutes left in the, I think it was the Lakers game. I'm like, oh man, he's going to lose. Like, this is not, yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of it for, for him. I'm like, he probably should take the cash out, but that's right when Dean told me shut up. So <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm happy, man, I was just so... I just can't believe you won twenty grand or twelve grand on on twenty bucks. Like, on twenty I told, bucks, that I told everyone bucks. from my work. I came in there this morning. I came in the next day at five at five thirty in the morning in the office to a guy that's never gambled in his life. He's never been to a sports game. <laughs> nothing. I'm like, my buddy just won. Spent twenty bucks. He won twelve grand last night. And the, the, my boss is like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> fuck well, that guy. <laughs> I I bet with my boy Fergus from work. Shout out Fergus and all the other boys. Uh, and we bet like 10 bucks on like the Canucks or the Raptors or the teams we like. We like all the same teams and like the payouts usually two to one or maybe like two and a half to one if we want to parlay it. And I'm just like, yeah, the guys bet 10 bucks or 20 bucks total and won 12 grand. <laughs> it's like we must be doing something wrong here. But I like his strategy. I like I like Julian's strategy because because his strategy, it, it's more of a stock right so so he's gonna bet as many games as possible the truth is and, and I'll, I'll, i mean he can he can tell me i'm wrong here but i'm pretty sure i'm right what he is doing he is he's not looking to win the 12 grand he is looking to see if he puts 10 in there then let's see how high i can get that out before i cash it out now obviously he got lucky on the last one and, and he won it but that's the game plan right you, you bet you do these big parlays and if you hit the first six i mean you gotta have balls of steel obviously it helped julian because he won the, the first one so he wasn't really losing too much by that point right so that I, that's the way i look at it. it's like a stock that's i don't know that's, they were that's that's exactly pedro it. serrano major league size <laughs> nuts <laughs> that's right jobu had nothing on me that night <laughs> and uh no but it, it's, it's it's true you know the the 2300 was more of a, like a strategic i bet only half the the games ones i felt comfortable with and i was really lucky to pay attention to the early lines and see that half the Raptor team wasn't going to be playing. And so I was like, you know what, let me take the, let me take the points. And I think Detroit was was down like seven and a half. And I was like, you know what, even if the Raptors win, I don't think they're going to kill Detroit with the lineup that they have going out. And uh, so I took that bet. The other six games, 23 didn't even look at the cash out option. I just said, Hey, listen, we're going to ride with this one. But when it comes to some of the bigger ones, some of the, I've, I put a parlay in the other day, 1.1 mil and i was just like you know it's 10 basketball games and i'm thinking if i get four g's out of this yeah it's an easy cash out and four yeah. g's is like two of the games right like it, it, you're not going to need to get eight of ten at that point you're looking oh. at you know like maybe three four games and then i'm just hitting that cash out button but it's it, it's fun i like i like the adrenaline of it basketball is like my main sport that i pay attention to the most uh, i'm happy I got into it after football season because I think I would have done well during football, but it also could have gone the complete opposite way, and that would have been scary. But uh, what do you what, what do you what do you think, chaps? Football is a different sport when you when it comes to gambling. I, I do very well with football just because I I don't know why I feel like I just see that game differently than everything. Football you don't parlay as much because it's a little bit harder to the games fluctuate a lot more in football and basketball. Usually the team with the best player wins. That's, that's kind of just how it is in basketball, but football, you can't, you can't bet all you, you can, you can bet every single game if you want, but it's so much easier just to bet, you know, okay, 
I'll parlay like three games together. And that's when you're playing with the points and you're doing all that sort of stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Like I, I felt good. I made like six, five or six grand this year betting football. And, and I thought that was like, that's to me, that's a good year gambling football. And what you do with football too, is you bet games. Like if, if Cleveland's playing Pittsburgh, like in the playoffs, I had a good feeling Cleveland was going to win. So you yeah. just turn around, you throw, you throw 500 bucks on Cleveland to win. That's kind of, that's how you do football, I think. But basketball, if I've, I've never been basketball ever, unless I talk to you first, <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, the real inspiration for this, to be very honest, was, uh, you know, being a Tom Brady supporter. Uh, I, I took part in a, in a DraftKings and a FanDuel bet where it was the Super Bowl. And it was something similar where you had to, like, accumulate points. I think I talked to you guys about it. But I had a feeling Tampa Bay was going to win. And I knew that there were going to be some big surprises. And if I I was lo- trying to do the research to, to go back, and uh, what I found was if I had bet the ticket that I had bet on FanDuel and I bet on uh, DraftKings, the payout would have been just over 50 Gs. And that yeah. is Tommy winning MVP. Bucks to win because they remember they're dogs by I think three and a half or maybe three points by kickoff. Rob Gronkowski anytime touchdown score, Antonio Brown anytime touchdown score, and Leonard Fournette, and that was what my tickets were with the other two sites. But I would have been killing it on Bet three six five because I don't even know. I don't know. I might have been in like the Bahamas doing this right now. I might have moved out of the country. Who knows? And he would have brought us with you. <laughs> Yeah, man, Bet365 is definitely the best the best gambling website out there. I usually use PlayNow because of BC. The money's in my account in like 10 seconds. Uh, way, way harder to, to manage PlayNow, though, because it doesn't give you the cash-out options. Uh, Bet365 for me is a little harder to get money into because I guess my visas don't like the, the gambling stuff. So you got to use like iDebit or whatever. Uh, I... Uh, but it's funner. I mean, I because I I sit there because when I first got into gambling, I used Bet three six five, and I would just sit there and I would just cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out. Like I would never finish a game. I would wait until yeah. my money was like, literally, if I'm making like seventy percent on my original bet, I'd cash out. And yeah, that's a dumb way to do it. People say you have no balls. You know what? At the end of the day, when I'm up, when I bet four hundred bucks and I got like you know fourteen hundred in my pocket, by the end of the day, I'm pretty happy. That's it, man. I don't blame you. Yeah, Bet365, I use Sports Interaction because Bet365 did not like my Visa as well. And I have an Amex and none of these sites take Amex. So uh, I was really kind of handcuffed. I was just like, who can I get money to the quickest? Because it was like 30 minutes before Super Bowl. And I needed to put some wagers down. So I took the one that would do the uh, interact transfer. Yeah, I transfer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Sports Interaction is also BC, right? I think they're a BC-based website too. I, I, I think they're from uh, British Columbia, possibly. So, either way, man, amazing stuff. <laughs> I can't believe it happened to you, and uh, and good I'm on sw- you. I'm sweating just thinking about it again, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just like that feeling of hitting the withdrawal to have that money transferred to my mm-hmm. account was like one of the greatest feelings in the world. You don't need no $100 Amazon gift card. <laughs> and, and it's funny because after that, I'm like, let's, let's raise the stakes for trivia. Let's raise the stakes for trivia. And unfortunately, I put Dean's money in there without even asking him. But Dean, I got you, man. Don't worry. We're, we're going we're gonna to protect that money like Ray Lewis protects the house. 
Sounds good, my friend. Sorry, no, good. number fifty-two. Number I was gonna say, I was gonna. He, just, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't protect random people on the street that he tries to throw his, you know, and he murders. Um, don't say allegedly. He he was definitely involved in that. In that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to hear about a fucked up thing that happened to me at the mall today? So, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so when there you say I, it like that. Let's go. <laughs> so there I am at the mall, and I'm walking with my my family. My, my two daughters and uh, and my wife and we're going to go buy my my youngest daughter some shoes and this guy just starts screaming at me he's like clint yo yo clint hey chaps clint I'm, i turn around i'm like who is yelling at me like what did i do thinking it could be a co-worker or someone i've worked with in the past this guy comes up to me he's like hey man how's it going i haven't seen you in forever i'm like good yeah man it's been been a minute like but a couple years like trying to place him he's like no man it's been like a decade oh my god i'm like oh yeah man since high school he's like yeah man how are the boys doing he rattled off some names i'm like they're good like they're doing good he's like yeah man that's sick like he hugged me he like put his he like kind of hugged me a little bit not safe not safe no covid covid keep your distance i was like what is going on here and then he's just like yeah man so good to see you and and say hi to all the boys for me uh like the painter crew that's just this crew we hung out with i'm like yeah for sure man i'll i'll hit him up and and as he's walking away he's like man honestly it was so good to see you it's weird now because like i'm almost as tall as you now (laughs) haha and he walked away (laughs) And was just, he, got, he got like a little bit away my wife gave me some hand sanitizer and i put some hand sanitizer on she's like so who was that i'm like i have no idea <laughs> I, have, I have no clue who this person was so if you're listening to this person i still don't know who you are try to keep your distance if i haven't seen you in 10 years because i'm not gonna i don't know who you are just leave me alone at that point if i haven't talked to you in 10 years I probably don't want to talk to you. I don't know. It's very, very weird. And very, I felt weird. He sounds nice, though. Sounds like a good guy. Was it a good hug? Yeah. Good squeeze? I was kind of awkward. I was like, hey, like, trying to move away a little bit. It's like when you go to kiss a girl, she moves or whatever, right? Like that's He's like, he's like, breathing on you. He had a mask on. He did have a mask on. That part was good. But it was so awkward. I just, I don't think I could ever be that person. Because what I would do, if that was him, if, if I was him and he was coming to talk and I was going to go talk to someone I haven't seen in 10 years, I'd be like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm Clint. You remember me from high school? And then that guy would be like, right. oh, yeah, he'll place me. This guy came up to me full board like he'd known me for like 37 years. <laughs> the T-1000 <laughs> sprint to you. It was the most awkward thing. And I feel bad because obviously, like, I must have hung out with this guy a little bit or, like, we hung out with the same crew or maybe I played basketball with him. I had zero clue. And I'm very good with names and memories and people. I can place pretty much anybody. This guy, so, not a clue. You couldn't see his whole face, though, correct? No, he pulled his mouth down. Oh, like, yeah. oh he's Jesus. Like, he's, like, he's like, hey, it's me. I'm just like, okay. And my no wife, mask, hugging. That guy's definitely no, no. going to be you for Halloween. Then he year. offered you a lick of his ice cream cone. <laughs> it was so weird, man. And then, like, and then my wife was like, my wife legitimately thought I knew this person. And she was just like, oh. And after I told her, I'm like, I ain't got a clue who that was. Like, I honestly don't. And then me and my wife separated because she had to go get uh, – shoes at the store and i was taking our other our other daughter to go get to go get like a smoothie or something 
And it was the scaredest, like 300, 400 feet I've ever walked in my life. <laughs> like, okay, where is he? Please don't, please don't come see me. Like, who are you? This is really weird. This is weird. This is weird. That was creepy. I, I hope he listens to this podcast because I'm just a huge asshole. And gonna... he recognized you with a mask on. With a mask on. <laughs> Buddy, this guy's going to be wearing your skin by the time Halloween rolls around. My goodness. This is how horror on. movies start. And, and you got, like, Dean's known me for what like 10 11 years now right i've changed so much from the moment dean's met me like i couldn't grow facial hair when that guy knew me i was probably six foot i'm six foot four 240 now like i look nothing like i had long hair when he knew me i had hair down to my shoulders just about who's who's to say he doesn't know who you are during all of this time well yeah (laughs) that's even creepier (laughs) i gotta go through like my followers on instagram and stuff just to make sure like i I don't know him but i i oh man it was creepy it was I, 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 that's never happened to you guys then i think it's only chaps get stand at a at a at a mall man holy smokes it's unbelievable it, that's great it happens to me but it's like split seconds because i guess i have like somewhat of a universal face so people are like oh hey man and then i turn around and then like i guess my side profile's like somewhat recognizable but then i turn around i look at them and they're like oh i thought you were someone else that happens to me a good amount not recently, obviously, but you know, I used to be a rep for uh, Red Bull, so I'd be walking around like Safeway, Savons, uh, you know, gas stations, and people like, "Oh, hey, man!" And they'd always stop. I'm like, "No, uh, I'm not." I looked at them. I'm like, "I don't know you, so you don't know me." They're like, "Yeah, I thought you were someone else." So, it, not with someone I actually maybe should have known, just strangers. Yeah, but you look like Troy Aikman too. So I'm sure a lot of people come up to you and ask you for like Troy Aikman autographs or Shooter McGavin from from. Uh, <laughs> No, Biff from Back to the Future. Biff from Back to the Future. Oh, that is amazing. That is right? so good. Oh, man. <laughs> that is so jokes. Once you see it, you can't like, see it. Yeah, no, you can't. Even when I saw it, I'm like, oh, shit, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, that, that's going to be me forever now. Uh no, that's I, when I first met when I first met Dean. I thought he looked like Troy Aikman, and then all of a sudden, I just it starts like it starts snowballing. It's like, oh well, Troy Aikman kind of looks like Shooter McGavin. <laughs> well, Shooter McGavin kind of looks like Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> I think you could go like seven or, or eight deep with Dean, but he he's a beautiful, handsome man. Usually, my hair is you know quaffed and styled with some product, and uh, so it you can get more of a representation of these people or i look more like them but now you know i got those long luscious locks of that covid <laughs> hair so i can separate myself from those people got that flow that flow going yeah only took me i was gonna say like tom years. hiddleston oh i'd take that any day yeah, i'd take that shit yeah. any day man that's a handsome mf like... right there <laughs> i used yeah, to get Tom's... i would get uh mac miller and kevin plar those were the, the oh, two like all yes. the time Kevin yes. Plyer, people would ask me for like autographs when they, when he was good with the Blue Jays. Mac Miller, Dean's younger brother, actually sent me a, a video. He's like, Clint, did you drop out of university and become a famous rapper? Because <laughs> I looked exactly like that guy. Yeah, my brother sent it to me too. I'm like, chaps? <laughs> Since when do you rap? Oh, Blue, man. Blue slide, man. Blue Slide Park. Uh R.I.P. Uh, Mac Miller. He was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sure. it's it was interesting because uh, one of my favorite Mac Miller songs, uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. Was like Donald during Trump the during the last like four years. You can't can't celebrate that song, right? Like no. you can't anything that sort of was associated with him. And it was it was funny. I was talking to uh, to one of my buddies at the time, and I was like, as soon as 
this whole election finished, I'm like, do I get to bump Mac Miller now? Like, do I get to bump that song? Because that's one of my favorite songs. And then we got into this whole thing about like cancel culture. Like, you know, R. Kelly's obviously done some bad things, but you know, the remix to Ignition comes on and like everybody is wild and out. You know, it's just one of those things that's, uh, that that's interesting. You know, what's, what about Mac Miller's other than his look, you know, did you ever think that you could try to get away with it? Were, were oh. you thinking of maybe starting a rap career to, <laughs> oh, to emulate him? You don't give even know. The buzz? You don't, I, I did give myself a buzz. You don't even know how many times I tried to get away with Kevin Pillar and Mac Miller. I've signed autographs for Kevin Pillar before. Jesus. I've, <laughs> I've taken pictures with families legitimately in the, in the Yukon airport, in the Yukon. And this is a true story. This can be verified by my, by my big sister, Nicole. We're walking in a mall in, in Whitehorse, New Yukon. A guy comes running up to me. Mr. Plark, can I please take a picture with you? You're my favorite baseball player. That legitimately happened in a mall. It was Wasn't crazy. it like during the season too? Uh, no, that was in the winter. The one, during, okay. the, the one during the season when it all first started was uh, we were, I was in, in Kamloops and this older lady came up to me. She's like, Kevin, Kevin. What are you doing here? There's a game in two hours. You have to, <laughs> you have to get back to Toronto. I'm just like, ma'am, That's I got awesome. a, pro- I got a private jet. Don't you worry about it. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Mock speed. Don't worry. <laughs> it happened all on the Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. And Mac Miller, I, yeah, Mac Miller. I, I got Mac Miller quite a bit when I was uh, when I was younger because I wasn't as fat and uh, and I my face I, I couldn't grow facial hair so. I'd go to the bar every now and then and people would kind of look me up down and I'd be like, Hey, I ain't got no tattoos. I don't got that Pittsburgh uh, accent, but if you want to go to the blue side park, let's go. Uh, no, Mac, Mac Miller was one of my favorite rappers actually too. He, he, he passed away way too young. You know, he had drug and uh, alcohol issues and stuff. And yeah, he's a really sad story because that guy, you know, he was the next Eminem, I think for, uh, for that, for that, uh, I don't know how else to say this, but for like a white rapper, he was going to take over the mantle for, for Eminem, right? He was going to be the next generational white rapper. And, and he was awesome. He was a complete, uh, he, he was a really, really good rapper. And it, it sucked when he died because it, you know, he just, the fame got to him and, uh, and yeah, he just, that was it for him. But yeah, no, I, I liked him quite a bit. And he was taking the mantle in a different way than Eminem too, right? Like Eminem was like straight hip hop and you could get a certain style of music, but Mac Miller really had like huge crossover potential too, especially when you look at like where music is today with rappers and pop stars getting together and doing it. And um, it's too bad. He was gone. I like, I said, you know, Donald Trump was one of my favorite songs. Couldn't listen to it for four years during the presidency, but like the first day, after it was confirmed that Joe Biden would be the new president, you best believe I was rocking some Donald Trump because that's uh, that's the way we uh, that's the way we do it. Yeah, man, and I I'm not that well versed in the rap game, but uh, Mac Miller in particular, you know, he definitely had some songs that I liked, and whenever it came on, I, I'd blast that. And yeah, it just was too bad. Uh, obviously, there might have been some underlying mental health issues there, and uh, you know, addiction. This chap's alluded to so. Yeah, it can be a complicated life and industry doing all that stuff and working night and day touring city to city and, you know, compounded with maybe some 
mental health issues. Like I said, it just too bad it had to end. And, you know, obviously it was accidental as far as I have heard or read. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's, it's a shame. And he probably was going to take that mantle to like chap said and, and do some really big things uh, on top of the big things he had already done. And like Eminem, when Eminem came in the game, right? I think one thing that obviously white people are the most racist people in the whole entire world. So let's just make sure I say that on the front end. But but Eminem had to go through some racial stuff because he was white with towards him because of uh, with black people too, right? So and he broke Eminem broke down those barriers and what Mac Miller was going to be able to do because those barriers were broken down. And I think actually uniting a lot of of uh, African Americans, a lot of a lot of white people together. I think it was going to be phenomenal. I really think he was going to be a good figure for, for culture and for, to, to bring people together. And, you know, it just, it was sad. It was a sad day. My little brother was a huge Mac Miller fan and uh, he was, he was like crying, man. Like it's, it's, it's just cause he was such a phenomenal talent. And Dean, if you haven't listened to blue side park, like that album buy that album, that, that could be that that's like, for me, like a top 10 rap album of all time. Like it is, phenomenal it is that it is that good he was like 21 when that thing came out or, or 20 was young, man it was yep. crazy and you could just see he just he was so good i think donald trump wasn't even a song i think it was just a youtube video or something like that like i think he i don't think it was actual it was just on the ep or, or whatever like i don't think that was even actually on the album he kind of started off like drake like that way so it was uh gone too soon and uh yeah, but I, so I don't get asked if I'm him anymore, essentially either. So <laughs> I would, I would, I would hope not. I mean, that that would raise a few questions, like you know, did we just saw Elvis, or like is Tupac still living somewhere? I mean, you might be the the reason why people still believe in Sasquatch because they think Mac Miller's walking around somewhere in BC. Boy, Mac Miller sure got fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that guy? Jeez. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh This is Julian Ortiz, host of the Big O Podcast. You might be asking yourself, what does the Big O stand for? Well, that O stands for Ohana, a Hawaiian term that means family. Every guest that joins me becomes a member of my Ohana. With new episodes every week, you can look forward to an interview with guests from all walks of life. We talk about everything from their careers to sports, current events, movies, and music. So join me for a fun conversation interesting tidbits and an opportunity to become a member of my ohana the big o podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube um speaking of like a you know a tough time obviously we just lost one of uh the great one's dad walter gretzky um who you know has, has gone through some of his health challenges and some pretty hard life challenges you know not that i'm proud of this at all you know it's pretty shitty but uh you know we had the unfortunate uh, provincial police and a family friend of, of the Gretzky's break into his house, try to steal memorabilia a few years ago. And, you know, it's all sort of, you know, all part and parcel to us now trying to remember the great legacy of that, of, of Walter Gretzky, who inspired a generation of fathers to be good hockey dads, the way that he was to Wayne. And you definitely got to see the impact that he had on the game when it came to family attending games and supporting their children in ways and not just looking at them as a paycheck, but instilling love for the game being the number one and most important thing. And uh, he will be missed. I mean, the, the tributes sports wide, not even just through hockey, but just across all sport platforms has been, has been huge. Uh, I can't imagine what the great ones going through right now. Cause that's his number one guy, but 
you know, shout out to, to Walter Gretzky, rest in peace. And uh, hopefully that legacy continues on that he instilled through all of the fathers who love watching their kids play sports. So like Walter Gretzky, I compare what and it's weird. We're going to compare dads, but that's kind of what you do when something like this happens. Uh, Walter Gretzky and, and Tiger Woods dad, right? Two of the, the kind of the same type of dad, they push their kids and push their kids and push their kids. And they, they bred them pretty much like they were, those kids were, were bred to be freaking amazing athletes. Right. And that's what, that's what Walter Gretzky did is he, he just like that, that the, the backyard, the ice rink, like the, the backyard ice rink really didn't get famous. So Walter Gretzky did it. And it got out to the news that Wayne Gretzky had the backyard ice rink. Uh, my dad's from Brantford, Ontario. So my dad actually like he, he I not knew Wayne Gretzky, but Wayne Gretzky and him would whatever. Like they would know each other a little bit type idea. Right. And that my dad would always tell me the town just knew that if Walter, if with Walter involved, Wayne was going to be something special because he wouldn't allow him not to be something special. And, and Walter, I think did it a little bit differently than Woods's dad, where Woods's dad was just like, push, 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 no life. This is all you do where Wayne Gretzky's dad's like, Hey, why don't you play baseball? Why don't you play hockey? Let's, you're going to be great at something. Let's figure out what you're going to be great at. Not very many people know Wayne Gretzky could have played in the MLB. He was that good of a yeah. baseball player. He was the best baseball player in Ontario at one point. He was phenomenal. Uh, so it sucks that he's passed away. I'm happy and at the same time as well that he's passed away now too because I know he was going through a lot of health struggles at the end. Uh, but he's an all-time dad in the in the sporting world. Like, you know, if you're going to do Mount Rushmore, it's it's Woods, it's it's Gretzky, and then I, I don't know who the other ones. It's Serena Williams' dad. Uh, but yeah, he's a phenomenal guy. He's done so much for kids. He's done so much for hockey as far as helping underprivileged kids play. And I can't, uh, you're not going to find one person in this world that has anything negative to say about him. For sure. And that was a sad day. And Walter Gretzky seems like he's like, despite never playing or maybe having a cup of coffee, I don't know if he had an NHL career at all, but he seems to be one of the biggest celebrities in the NHL, despite not really playing in the NHL. So, you know, that's saying something to have so many people look up to you just for being a good dad. And like Chaps had said, you know, had him participate in other sports, allowed him to follow his passion and not just force him into one thing that he knew he would be great at. But yeah, let's figure it out for you. So, you know, obviously it worked. And on the surface, looks like they had a great relationship uh, off the ice and, you know, in their personal lives. So, yeah, it's well, th- good job by him in raising uh, the best player of all time and, you know, being a pillar in the hockey community and being a good role model. And it's a sad day, but uh, like you said, seemed to have some health issues. I didn't know, 82? I thought he was way older than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it, yeah. I, I, he looked like he was older, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, not overly that old. Old, but not that old. So, yeah, it's too bad uh, he had to go, but in a better place now. Even even with his health issues, uh, you know, even up until last year, he was actually, you know, talking out talking about what he was going on. His short term memory was the one that he struggled with the most, but he still had locked in all of these old memories that he could speak at speak to us if they were happened just like the other day. And he was going around and he was sharing those stories right up until the end. And that was sort of like one of the cool things. He does a lot of stuff, obviously, in Toronto, being just so close to, to the city, 
and talking to hockey groups and talking to parents and doing all sorts of workshops. I've run into him a couple of times at the Wayne Gretzky or the used to be Wayne Gretzky uh, restaurant in downtown Toronto. He frequented there quite often. Um, but it's amazing that even at the end, he was still affecting people of a younger generation to inspire them to do amazing things. And those people like chap said, he talked about a few names that come off the top of the head. Those people are few and far between, but the impact that they have will last generations. And, uh, you know, I'm sure at some point when, when Wayne does a memoir or, you know, does a couple of interviews after his dad has passed, we'll really start to get some even more stories that he opens up about of his relationship with his dad. And I think people are just going to continue to fall in love with, uh, the man that was Walter Gretzky. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if Wayne will do any of that. I think Wayne, uh, they were very for for being as famous as Wayne Gretzky. He's arguably a top five most famous athlete of all time, right? Everyone because his name's kind of funky, so everyone knows who Wayne Gretzky is. You don't know much about his personal life, like his personal family life before, like maybe not now with Paulina Gretzky and, and his wife and all that stuff. But I'm talking like his family from Toronto. You don't know much about him, like you you know where where he lived and stuff like that. But for being that famous of a father. And for being that famous of a family, you really don't hear much about him. And I think to me, that is one of the coolest things ever. This guy just wanted his kids to succeed. He just wanted his kids to be happy. He didn't care about the spotlight, but when the spotlight was on him, he did things to help people. And uh, yeah, I, I love the man. Never met in my life. Dean, you're absolutely right. He did look fairly old for his age. Uh, and that probably comes with a lot of the stress of having a kid that is the single most famous athlete in the sport. For sure. There we go. Well, I, that's that's enough sad stuff for today. Are you ready to quiz? Do you think you have what it takes to beat the Quizmaster? If so, DM us on social media. Now let's see if our contestants can beat the No Instructions Needed Podcast Quiz. Hey guys, I think we're here for the contest. We see a bunch of people in the waiting room right now. We got three three people going to go at it right now. But uh, Quizmaster himself, the big O, Mr. J.O. Julian Ortiz. Are you ready to not give away our money, please, sir? Because I don't want to give away any money. I, I just really, I like money. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, and it's all of us now. It's all three of us. It's not just me this time. So come on now. Yeah, we we committed big. Uh, we're all we're all in this together, as they said on High School Musical, uh, which we'll actually reference again later in this podcast when we talk Quality about movie. The, the 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 betting that took place this week. But uh, my goal at this point is to I win by not giving away anyone's money. And last week it was Chaps's money. This week it's all of our money. And uh, my goal is to make it fair, but definitely not make it easy. And uh, We'll see what ends up happening with uh, with our guests today and if they can take down the quiz master as I have been labeled and see if we can give away some money today. All right. So we're going to let Dean here, the Dean, introduce the first caller because that is his boy. So take it away, the Dean. Yeah, first, uh, first victim, we got Jay Cole here, uh, a buddy of mine and a uh, quality worker, if I do say so myself. <laughs> All right, Jay Cole, take your uh, your your mic off mute. Introduce yourself, where you're from, and uh, and yeah, let's go. 
Hey guys, my name's uh, Jay Cole, Jameson Cole, calling in from uh, Port Moody, British Columbia. Um, ready to answer some questions, hopefully take your money. Oh, Ooh, wow. Right. Oh, this is good. Wow. Now, just, just for reference, Jay Cole, did you happen to listen to last week's episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast? Uh, I listened to a couple minutes of it, but not in its entirety, no. Okay, give him the, right. hardest, give him the hardest fucking question. That's a <laughs> in the case. So just, just to preface what we're about to go through, uh, Chaps had to give our guests, at least the first two guests, two opportunities because they got stumped on question number one. So we're only giving you one shot tonight. This is how it's going to work out. Five categories. You got to get one question from each category. You get it right, you move on. You get it wrong, see you later. We give the money to somebody else. The questions vary. Hard, easy, medium. Don't really know how it's going to work out. But you're going to pick a category to start off with. I'm going to get a question going, and Diener is going to keep track of the time. He'll count us down from, I think we said, 10 seconds. And the best of luck to you, my friend. Let's play. So, categories for tonight. Who has more? Marvel. Star Wars, sports, and music questions from the 2000s. Where would you like to start? Let's go Star Wars, please. Oh, Ooh. Many people made that same mistake last time. So let's see if you have a, a better fate than our previous guest. Here we go. <clears throat> In what month were all six original Star Wars films released? Oh, October. Is that your final answer? Might as well bury it. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? It always has to start with someone getting a question right. Unfortunately, it's not going oh, to be. Oh, today. yeah. <laughs> That's 1-0 and o for the Quizmaster. The month they were actually all uh, released was May. May, oh. the original six. Each one of them, the first well, I one. I should have figured wasn't. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you very much. I do much appreciate your guys' time on the show. You know, thank you for being a good host and uh, good luck to the rest of the contestants. Make sure you Thanks, download buddy. and subscribe and give us a five star review, sir. Follow us on Instagram and everywhere else. We really appreciate the love. Thanks. I already followed you and I already followed the podcast. Thank Beautiful. you, sir. Appreciate it. And he follows me. <laughs> There we go. All right, uh, uh, Mr. Ortiz, I think you're introducing the next the next guest. I believe it is your contestant. Yes. So this is the second week in a row. We have a strong contingent from the Ortiz Instagram live trivia series that we had going through the early parts of the pandemic. Uh, this person, I can say, is a, a close friend, uh, true and dear to my heart. Her name is Brandy calling in from the East Coast uh, today. She is a veteran of the trivia so i am excited to see if maybe she might be the first guest to break open a question uh today brandy uh how are you doing today welcome to the no instructions needed podcast uh thanks can you just give me some instructions on how no i'm just kidding um <laughs> i like you already give her this an is easy why one. we love her this yeah, is why give, we give love her an her. easy one <laughs> All right, no, Brandy, but she's the uh, ringer though you got my heart there brandy thank you <laughs> yeah last time last time i got criticized when i had a friend on who uh did quite well a person in which you know and mr uh ficker um and so we are going to start you heard the categories i'll read them out again just so we have no confusion who has more uh marvel star wars sports 
and music questions. Get one right. Keep it moving. Get it wrong. See you later. Five in a row nets you a $100 gift card to Amazon. Where Let's would you like to start? Let's go with music, please. Okay, here we go. Our first question from music. Leanne Rhymes had a Hot 100 number 11 hit called Can't Fight the Moonlight, featured prominently in what 2000 film? Coyote Ugly. She is, is that, totally is that, right. Is that your final? Well, Dean gave it away. That is correct <laughs> on the board. Final number one. Very, very good. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Coyote Ugly. Very good. All right. One of one. Chaps is starting to sweat. I can see it a little bit already. <laughs> you do this. I don't like Brandy anymore. Get her out of here. <laughs> music. Music is going to be her strong suit tonight, but we have to move to a different category. Brandy, where would you like to go? Okay, so what was it? Sports, Star Wars, and... Marvel and who has more? I will go with who has more. Who has more? All right. So this is a multiple choice style question. I will ask you a question and give you three possible answers. You tell me which is the correct one. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Who has more Grammy nominations in one night without winning? Is it Kanye West? Is it Sir Paul McCartney or is it Bruno Mars? Uh, I'll go with Kanye. Is that your final answer? Yes. Unfortunately, the correct answer is Sir Paul McCartney, who had nine nominations in a single evening and won zero of them. Kanye West had eight. Uh, Bruno Mars, uh, I think, either had six or seven. So, unfortunately, this ends your time mm-hmm. on the No Instructions Needed Podcast trivia show. But uh-huh. thank you very much for, for calling in today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Brandy. Bye. Thanks thank for you. the love. <laughs> Follow and subscribe and give us five star. Oh, she's gone. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm not wasting my time with these guys. <laughs> That's anymore. right. Screw these guys. <laughs> hey, hey oh, can you please uh, can you please just text this jazz person just to make sure that it is... I don't want the same thing to happen last week to us. All right, Lori, you're going to be up here so you can take your uh, your muted mic away. And uh, let's uh, let's see if you can beat the Quizmaster. I'm going with 0% chance of beating the Quizmaster. <laughs> Hello. 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 Uh, do you want to say where you're from? What's your name? I am L.A. Chaps, and I'm from Magna Bay, British Columbia. There you go. Uh, Mr. Ortiz, please, uh, let's just, let's get rid of this caller right away. Let's give her a hard one. Let's go. Okay. Well, first, first of all, that's not very nice. Uh, Second of all, um, if we had Russell Wilson questions, I'm sure she'd get a hundred percent of them, (laughs) but unfortunately we're not going down that road today. Lori, I'm going to read you the instructions. It's funny on the no instructions needed. We need instructions for today's game show. Uh, five categories, get one right, keep it moving, get five in a row, you win a $100 uh, dollar gift card. Uh, that's going to be straight from Chaps. That one's, um, we're, we're, not, we're, not, uh, we're not getting involved in that one. You guys can take that one up. But your five categories are who has more uh, Marvel, Star Wars, sports questions, and uh, 2000s music trivia. 
Hey, I just want to make sure here. Are you by yourself there, LA chaps? Or you've got some people surrounding you, possibly with a Google <laughs> machine, or maybe a younger guy, or maybe a, a Papa chaps? Like, are you by yourself doing this? I'm I'm in Langley. I, I'm surrounded by people right now. Oh, you're not supposed to be COVID. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not really surrounded. I'm looking down on people because we're on the fifth story of uh, Airbnb. Oh, name dropping. <laughs> All right. Go She's ahead. Safe. She's good. All right, Lori, where would you like to start? Sports. Sports, of course. All right. Uh -uh. All right, chaps, you want to keep her around? You want to just get her one and done? You let no, me know. I, I, I want to see. My mom's a my, well, it's my mommy. It's my mom. Okay. She, she, right. She's a big sports nut. She, I think, uh, and I know she's surrounded by another sports nut there who will remain nameless. Uh, so I think they'll probably get okay. it right almost no matter where you go. All right, here we go. Your sports question. In 2018, who marched together under a unified flag during the opening ceremonies of the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> like i i used to like you ortiz like really oh like, wow like, oh wow. Like, wow like i like your voice i like listening to you but <laughs> well, i'm not i'm not certain anymore you're hitting oh, on no. ortiz right in front of my father what are you doing <laughs> you like his voice? I, I like his voice i'm not hitting God. Yeah. But my goodness, He's stalling. that's a tough question. <laughs> the Google machine um, is going in the background. Let's see. Five? On the open syrup. Um, Four? Wow. No idea. Just... Any guess? Pick a single country that I, Hold on, hold on here. You know what? We'll give you the first answer if you can just name one Olympian in a summer sport from Canada. Oh, wow. One, <laughs> oh. From, um, Phillips. No, I don't know. <laughs> See ya. Oh, I, yeah. Bye. Yeah. So, nice so Lori. <laughs> bye. Lori, I still love you, regardless of how you feel towards me. I still love having you on the show. I'm okay. actually bringing you up a little bit later. Do we get the answer though? Yes. Yeah. So the answer is uh, North and South Korea, uh, because the games uh, oh. took place in Korea. They actually decided to unify underneath uh, yeah. the flag. Yeah, for the opening whoa, ceremony. Whoa, whoa, what year. was that voice in the background? Yeah. Oh, was that? Mr. Chaps? It sounds like that? Al Hefe. Bobby, Papa Chaps. Papa Chaps, yeah. Okay, guys, have a good night. Talk to you later. Right. Bye. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining, Lori. Bye. Well, it's always chaotic when LA Chaps calls in, and we love it for it. So, really appreciate that. Uh, love you, mom. All right, uh, Mr. Uh, Julian, I believe this next guy is another one from you. So uh, his, his beard game isn't as strong as mine, but it's getting oh. close. Uh, battle of the beards. Battle of the beards. Go ahead there, sir. Introduce your guest. All right. Uh, my guy, Fred, a.k.a. Ficker from the East Coast. Putting your government out there again. The well, because these guys are on the West Coast, so we're East Coast, right? Oh, okay. Got it. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to we're... do the West Side thing. I, I can't do it, though. Different, different. Don't throw up gang signs, okay, guys? This is how we're going to get kicked <laughs> this off. This family show. Family <laughs> show. Oh, family show. Sorry. Sorry. Not, sorry. Last, yeah. not last week, it wasn't a family yeah. show. It was the unedited version. Yeah. Um, all right. So, my guy, you know the rules. Five questions. Uh, five categories. Get five right. You get a $100 gift card to Amazon. Get it wrong. And... Uh, you know, we try, we try again. Categories are, I'll list them for you one more time. Um, who has more Marvel, Star Wars, sports questions, and uh, music trivia from the 2000s? Where would you like to start today? I'm going to start with my bread and butter. I'm going to start with Marvel. Ooh, 
Marvel bread and butter challenge accepted. Confidence. All right, here we go. Which character gave Nick Fury inspiration for the name Avengers? Oh, uh, Coulson and Captain Marvel. Who's that? Okay. What's okay. the name? So, is so, it not Coulson? He said. He okay, said so Coulson we're gonna, we're gonna need we're gonna Phil Coulson. We're yes. gonna need we're gonna need a uh, we're gonna need a ruling on here from the two uh, other co-hosts of the show. Give it to him. It is oh, from Captain Marvel, but it is oh, Carol Danvers. Not- Again, oh, no. Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's wrong. See you, oh, yeah. Let's get out of here. I mean, we, we, Jeopardy we, we, ruling we, is wrong. <laughs> okay. They, listen, there we go. I had to throw it to the judges. It was answer Carol Danvers from Captain Marvel. You were in the right sphere. Of I knew things. it was in the movie. Oh, I thought it was Coulson. Oh, wow. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. this uh, this ends your time once again on uh, No Instructions. <laughs> One only. But. Listen, you got to come back next time. I'm sure we're going to eventually we're going to do. I'm really uh, looking forward to taking Clint's money. That's all. There's a rivalry brewing. Direct government name call out. I love it. You know what? This time it was all our money. It wasn't just my money. It was all our money. So I know you specifically want my money, but that's okay. (laughs) And for the record, his government name is actually not Clint. So we're good to go still. Oh, okay. I'm starting to learn new things about my own co-host. I love it. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the No Instructions Needed Trivia Show. Peace. Later, y'all. I love him. I was. I like that guy. He's a good dude. <laughs> Appreciate him calling That's... in, giving us some love there. Well, guys, That's... I mean, we, we're a little bit unsuccessful here, but uh, we still I, have I a like guest it. in the call room. I love. It. I see this. Yes, this guest <laughs> needs to to go away. Hang up the phone. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, you just want a sneak peek for the show. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. she's getting her own live stream right now. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Mr. Julian Ortiz, it is time for one of my guests here to try to take your, uh, to try to beat the quiz master. We are looking at the most beautiful man in the world, 7-6 is his name, and uh, he is here to take our money, but I have a feeling he does, I don't think he answers one right, that's kind of my guess. Uh, Mr. 7-6, you want to say where you're from and, uh, and and, you know, try to beat the quiz master. I'm from beautiful Prince George, British Columbia. And what are the what are the rules here? Like, do I have to? How many do I got to get right? So uh, you're going to get five questions from five different categories. You get it right, you move on. You get it wrong, you're out of here. We keep our money. Try again next week. So I'll give you the name of the categories. Then you'll let me let us know where you want to start. But uh, before we get started, you know, I just I don't want to take up too much time. But I just want to say it's a real pleasure to finally be able to put a face to a name because I've heard quite a few fun things leading up to this interaction. So I am happy that I finally get to, uh, to see the man behind the name that uh, chap so eloquently talks about all the time. Oh, thank you. Right back at you. Seven, six, <laughs> one quick thing. You can't oh, say I've never you? had the same hairstyle for 15 years anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you did change it up. I like that. I like that. <laughs> all right. You here always we go. Bug me. Uh, five categories. Uh, first category is uh, who has more uh, Marvel movie questions, Star Wars questions, sports questions, and uh, 
music in the 2000s question. Where would you like to start Oof. today? I mean, I'm, pro- I'm only going to get two of those, maybe. Let's start with uh, music in the 2000s. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Don't, throw, don't throw them any NSYNC questions or Backstreet Boys, okay? <laughs> Nothing in that category. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, um, here we go. Let me just, uh-oh. Sorry, the question. It's okay. Uh, are you watching the hockey game right now? Seven six. It looks like you. I am. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you're not really focused. This is gonna be easier than fuck. He is not gonna <laughs> get one right. He's not focused at all. He's like, oh, I just want to try to take some more of Clint's money because you know that tab's running real <laughs> fucking high already. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he's just the IOUs are endless. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm ready for music. Which artist tied Michael Jackson's single year record? By winning eight awards at the 2000s Grammy. Do I get options? No. That's a hundred bucks. You got no options. There are, you're going to have to take a shot in the dark on this one, my friend. 2000s. Say, say, yeah. say repeat the question. Which artist tied Michael Jackson's single year record by winning eight awards at the 2000 Grammys? Oh man, I, it's it's either talk us through it. What do what, what are you thinking <sighs> right now? I mean, I immediately want to say it's Eminem, but I don't know if it is. But it, Mariah Carey would be my other one. Yeah, they're okay, kind of linked up to hip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, 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 easy now, easy. Now, easy. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't. I don't <laughs> know if Eminem would have won eight Grammys though. That, that, like, there's no eight Grammys is a lot. There's no allegedly about it. I mean, they both wrote songs about each other. So, I mean, they're, def- they're definitely humping at some point. Why are you so obsessed with me? Five, oh, man. four, three, two, one. Mariah Carey. All right. So you say Mariah Carey, and I say that is incorrect. The correct oh. answer is Santana. Santana crushed the 2000 Grammys by winning eight <laughs> awards. It was I wish I was that. <laughs> that's the year Good Supernatural one. comes out, and he has the banger with uh, Rob Thomas. So, uh, yeah, eight Grammys uh, that Tough year. One. So, there you go. Man. Start off with a with a lob, you know, a nice easy one to hit out of the park. Holy yeah, this is our personal money, man. Like we're giving away a hundred bucks here. We're not going to give you an easy one just because you're beautiful. <laughs> that's not going to happen. I've gotten hundreds of dollars worth of favors for you, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. True. All right, well, I'm going to sign off while I still have uh, one shred of dignity. All but, right, uh, thanks for joining, man. Thanks, love boys. you. Thanks for the love. See you, man. Well, that was fun. We didn't have to give away any money. Look at that. <laughs> Another he's, one. He's never us. coming back again. <laughs> We're in the black. We're in the black. Woo. That's exactly where we want to stay. You, uh, are you getting a call, chaps? By any chance? I, I, I am getting a call right now. Uh, Alex is calling in. Is that uh, that's that's my guy? Let's go to him. Okay, I got I'm to so put my afraid. Christmas mask. <laughs> I'm so, so afraid. afraid. Last week, uh, <laughs> Julian had nightmares. Uh, I I certainly did have nightmares. Awesome, okay. awesome. Uh, so we'll do a quick intro. But this is my guy Reno. He's got a podcast called The Politics As Usual Podcast. Uh, there he is. You got the big sign in the back behind you. These are the boys from the No Instructions Needed podcast. We're going to do a little bit of trivia with you. Uh, five categories of questions to get them all right. 
five in a row, you walk away with a hundred dollar gift card to Amazon. Hold on, hold on. What are you drinking? Yeah, it looks like a vodka cran. Is that what's going on? A little glass. It's a cranberry juice with a little bit of vodka. Yeah, yeah my man. Okay, there's the guy. There's Here, the guy. Let's go. <laughs> Saturday night. You got to get loose for the trivia, you know? You got to get loose yep. for the trivia. The creative juice is flowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you the five categories, and then uh, you let me know where you want to start. We'll go to a different category every time you get one right. So first category, who has more? Uh, second Category Marvel movie questions. Then we got Star Wars questions, sports questions, and then music in the 2000s questions. Where would you oh. like to start today? Music in the 2000s. I knew you were going to say that, but let oh, me just right. tell you, it's it's an interesting genre of uh, of questions that we that we are asking, and this is no lie as well. Here we go. Your first question. Okay. Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again, features a spoken word interlude where her boyfriend gets her a gift from what 90s romance movie? Oh. You, gotta have, you gotta have to have a memory for this one. The it's, Oops, 100 bucks, I did it it's 100 bucks. We can't just give it to you for free. No, <laughs> that's hard, make it work for it. That's, that's hard. true. Okay, so I'm gonna read it again. So Britney yeah. Spears, Oops, I Did It Again, features a spoken word interlude where her boyfriend gets her gift from what 90s romance flick? Oof. It's romance flick. Like, I, yeah, I have a- the visual in my head, but it's just, oh. I hate to do this to this guy about 10, or, yeah, 10, <laughs> 9, yeah. 8. Uh, I'm I'm stumped. I'm stumped that I actually do not know. She's all you know, that. Do you, do you know any Oops, I Did It Again? Or uh, do you know any music videos by Britney Spears at all? Like, I remember the visuals. I remember, but I just, uh, off the top, I did not remember that. That's good. You guys are doing good. I, I, <laughs> that, that one stumped me early. That stumped me early. Was I right? So No. So no. The, uh, the answer <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> The answer is Titanic. The beginning of that music video, Britney Spears is receiving the gift from the movie Titanic. If you go back, it's like the whole wow. interlude. The boyfriend's giving him something. It's the necklace scene from Titanic. I should have did Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would have had to answer it anyways. Don't worry. This mo- this money is still going to be here next week because I think there's only t- tonight. I think only there's been what one answered right out of like ten questions. People are going to stop calling. I don't think yeah. that. So this is like a weekly thing. I think we're going to do well, it till we give it away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Real, real quick I'll, before you, real quick before you go, okay. uh, plug your podcast. Let us know what it's about. Real quick, hit us with it. Oh, um, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Politics as Usual podcast. We just talk about um, hip-hop, life lessons. We talk about um, just the entertainment industry in general. We also talk about world issues. So we kind of do a wide array of topics, but uh, we mainly just cover popular media, essentially. Excellent. So go ahead. Anybody who's listening wants to hear more available wherever you get your podcast thank you reno for uh for joining us tonight and uh better luck next time my dude i can't, I can't I'll, I'll be i'll be I, here again if no one gets it i can't wait for 
I can't wait for our crossover episode. It's gonna be lots of fun. It's <laughs> a lot of vodka. A lot of vodka, some cranberry juice. Maybe yeah, I can't wait. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, of course. All right, guys. See ya later. Take care. The money's safe, man. The money's safe. Quiz master strikes again. Oh man, yeah. These guys, these guys just don't like when they call in, they don't know what they're but what's about to happen with them, right? Like they're just like they're like, yeah. oh, this is easy. And then the first question is, who ran in the 1924 <laughs> Olympics in the third lane? <laughs> like, what was the what was the wind speed of of the stadium at that time? <laughs> I was just like, yeah, we're not giving away anybody. Uh that's that guy that guy's got a good podcast. You were just on it recently, weren't you? I uh, know he was on our he was on my podcast uh, a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, but yeah, good good guys uh, from Toronto doing doing big things. Got a nice uh, got a nice uh, audience for their stuff too. So uh, check them out if you ever guys want to listen to uh, some interesting media podcasts. So you guys want to hear something cool? I do. Let's go. I, I'm 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 uh, I'm about to fight the champions. Champions Night in the Oculus Arena on the hardest <laughs> level. I am oh, on, let's go. I am okay. on the hardest possible level you can be in Thrill of the Fight. And I'll give him a one-two and he'll be down pretty quick. But I am so excited. I'm not gonna lie, I fought Duke a couple of weeks or last week. Duke has those heavy hands, you know. He only has to hit you three or four times, and you're gonna fall. I'm gonna break down this story for you guys. I put on I put on the Oculus, the Oculus. I'm ready to go. Okay, I go there. I select Thrill of the Fight, the number one game on Oculus. And, I, I, you know, I, I go to the dummy. I warm up a little bit first, you know, one, two, one, two head type idea. You know, I talk to my, my, my trainer, Frankie, down there, who actually doesn't say anything. I just have conversations with him. <laughs> and I, uh, I get ready to go. So I hit Duke. Again, Duke has heavy hands. And, and we're fighting. The first round, Duke knocks me out or knocks me down in the first three punches. So now I'm down one knockdown. If you get knocked down three times in one round, fight's over. So I get back up. Duke knocks me down again. So we're, we're about 30 seconds in. Duke's knocked me down twice. So I'm like, this is pretty much it for Daps. I am done. And then I just start hugging. I know I'm going to lose the first round. I get out of the first round. Get to the second round. Duke knocks me down again. And I'm like, okay, this is not going good. And then he knocks me down again. So I'm knocked down twice in a couple minutes. Canucks just scored. Woo! That's big. Um, that's big, big. So I'm knocked down twice, and I got to get through the last minute of the second round. I get through it. But then you know what happens in the third round, boys? In the third round, I get that thing called a second wind. And I stand up, and I start going at Duke just to the body. Pretty much just right hands to the body. I can see his body starting to bruise. And then I hit him really hard once, and he kind of ducks his head, and I knocked that motherfucker to the ground, man. And then he got up really quick, and I got worried. <laughs> I thought that was the end. No, you get to the final round, and I pretty much know I have to knock him out here, or else I'm going to lose. I knock him down in the first 20 seconds, knock him down again, and then he gets up, and he knocks me down. And then it happened, boys. I knocked him down, got the video, or got the K or got the win, got the knockout, and I was super happy. I post on social media, and then the best thing possibly in my life that has ever happened to me, if Dan Lebertar did something, I'd be a little bit happier. But the boy Pat McAfee told me a hell of a battle you just had there, boy, on social media. And I was maybe, quite possibly, no, for sure, the happiest person in the history of Twitter. So I got a question mm -hmm. for you about these oculus bouts you do okay 
when when there's like the the round is over and you take a little breather, is Bree sitting there in the corner waiting with a water squirt bottle and a, a spit yeah. bucket for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, this is the, I take this shit seriously. I got a whole thing built down here. It's all mapped out, and and Bree sits in the corner. She gives me a little back massage. She squirts oh water God. on my face, and it is. You guys are laughing. It is the most exhausting thing I've ever done. Obviously, you're not getting hit in the face. I've fallen a couple times when I've got hit because, like, <laughs> I punched the wall. <laughs> you know, it's it's mapped out, so you don't even get close to the wall. But it is. Yeah, no, Brianne laughs at me a lot here. I think the Knucks just scored again. Three, yeah, they two, did. Awesome. JT, uh, the boy JT. Uh, and it is awesome. Like, it is. Dana White just came out and said that it's the closest thing to real boxing you can do without being hit in the face. And it is one of the best workouts you can do. It, I threw like 500. I don't know how many punches I threw in that, in that round. I threw like 450 punches. It is. I love it. I, I can't get enough of it. And the, the whole thing here is Pat McAfee and me are boys now. We're best friends. We go out to Indiana and see how he's doing in Indianapolis down there. And yeah, you know, we're gonna we're we're, we're about gonna, to take off here, boys. Gonna jump in the WWE ring with them and uh, do a little do a little sparring. Oh man, I don't think I want that guy kicks me once. I'm dead. It's it's funny. Oculus is gonna come out with the uh, weighted censored vest around christmas time and if they do then chaps is gonna buy it and he's just gonna start feeling those body blows from the uh the thrill of the fight <laughs> on oculus you yeah. guys make a fun about duke duke is like six foot five 250 <laughs> and he he is just ready to knock you out yeah and but he, you're like six four 240 is it's not that <laughs> it, it's not like you're short man it's the tail of the tape's pretty even. I'm fat. He's not. Okay, Dean. Do you want me to say that? I'm a fat mother. Are you happy now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see the tail of the tape. I want to. I want to see you and Mac if you go out. How do we make that happen? Well, we tag him on everything and tell him he's a piece of shit boxer, and it will happen. No, I, 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 I yeah, McAfee. I watched him do it a couple. Of, me and him are different. He he just pretty much stands there in one spot and just like goes like this like a hundred times as hard as he can. I move so you're around. Saying he sucks. He sucks. I, he sucks. You know, Pat McAfee, you suck at thrill of the fight. I'm way better. Um, I'm the king. I'm the goat. I'm on the Mount Rushmore. They're pretty much going to put me on the next thrill of the fight mm-hmm. thing. I'm already in contract negotiations for that. So I uh, yeah, anyone out there that doesn't think it's serious business, I'm ready to take our pot. You know what? I'm going to make sure that in the next uh, thrill of the fight, I'm going to wear my shorts that say "No Instructions Needed" podcast on there. We'll get some nice stuff out of it. Beautiful. Can't wait. Can't wait to see the Twitter beef that comes between you and Pat McAfee. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It'll really get our I- listeners up. <laughs> well, I'm going to call into a show. I threatened to call in this week and I forgot because I got better things to do than talk to that punk. Um, <laughs> that you love. That I love. Listen, I got the, I got the email for his manager. So if we want to send him an email and, and, and try to do some backdoor negotiations oh. and shit talking, we, we could probably do that. I, I would die if he was on. If, if he came on here, I, 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 would, I'd be, I would be chapped. I would be definitely be shit talking. <laughs> to, his, to his face. You to suck, McAfee. That's right. All right, guys. I think it's time to close it up. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Or are we uh, we good to go? Yeah, well, that's about it. I'm I'm gonna watch uh, Coming to America soon, and I watched the first one in preparation because I'd never seen it before. And uh, this might be for a topic for another day, but I did not think it was very good. <laughs> and people oh are like, "Oh, it's so good! It's so good!" I was like, "Okay, I think I laughed like once." So I'm hoping the second one's better. Eddie Murphy. Show me what you got. Second one sucks. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I still got to watch it. Well, the, the one thing I want to talk about real quick, I'm going out on a limb here. Obviously, big card tonight, UFC 259 going on, three title fights. Is uh, Israel Adesanya versus Jan Blahovich? We got uh, Amanda Nunes versus Megan and Megan Anderson, and then finally we have uh, Peter Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say we're going to have three new champions <laughs> leaving UFC 259. I think Megan Anderson. I didn't realize how big she was until I saw them face off, and she's actually like towering over Amanda Nunes. Obviously. Amanda Nunes' power is just, you know, next level. You get hit with that one time, you're going to sleep. But if she finds a way to submit her or do something, but otherwise, I like I like Israel Adesanya, the last style bender, and then uh, Aljo. I think it happens. I think we get three new champions. Uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, for our next episode of uh, No Instructions Needed. Did you put money on it? I did. I, I had a I had a big parlay. Uh, I've got all right. So the big parlay here is to pay out about thirteen. It's hard because like even even the dogs aren't paying out a whole lot of money, but uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what ends up happening. I'm, how much, I'm gonna go watch it right now. How much money are we talking? What are we talking here? We're talking a couple hundred thousand. Thirteen, thirteen, thirteen large. Thirteen, thirteen, thirteen large. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow us on social media at No Instructions Needed on at No Instructions Needed Podcast on Instagram. At No Ends Neat Podcast on Twitter, Facebook.com backslash No Instructions Needed Podcast on Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, the numbers were up this week because I think people are like hearing their own voices on things. So uh, make sure you give us five stars too. Rate and subscribe to us. Give us that five star. That one person who gave us a one star, go fuck yourself. You're an idiot. Um, but come, at the quiz, come at the quiz master. Come, yeah, come at, at the quiz master. Let's go. I, I think I know who it was. Uh, we but... got the Oculus champ. We got the quiz master. We got Dean. And let's go. Have a great night. Deuces. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we got it open. 2 a.m. working like we possessed our scenario is utopia. Stay content with that. With our best kept secret. Go ahead and floor past it. We don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it. So much overload. They overdid it. Overshared about it though. We're now exposed to cynic. Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating all this posing fake and backstories They disseminating Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them rock him Eric B, razor sharp can listen to that criticism about our hometown But if you ain't from here, you're done, no, don't come around With a mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, standing through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine It's a mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, standing through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine
This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace with our fingertips Roll air clean, no chem detected Choke on those vapors, constantly Subjected to become familiar with that box that you left us in. Even come to love, I feel the bond like it's next to kin. We resting in, sleeping. You wrestling, weakened. Weak out, stress seeking. You out, left tweaking. Speak out, know you hate that we fucking got it made. But it's too late for our pity, paid the cost for your charade. Who is our mayday siren? Illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. It's our mayday siren, sounded through the night. We resonate forever, yo, whenever. Never we combine Siren, siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren, down through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine